Uh, so Garrett, what this episode has actually made me realize is that I know, I know exactly where I want to be. Where do you want to be? Inside of a bubble where no one can bother me. Okay. I think the bubble's like powered by depression though. I mean, got that on lock. Actually, I don't have depression, so I shouldn't claim that, but, uh, I can find something else to power it. (laughs) Okay. And that's fair. I mean, but like, but like, there's also Kulumon in there, so you have to put up with that. You know what? That's fine. He's pretty cute. I think I could handle it. Um, but then you also have people trying to break into your bubble. Yeah. Why don't they just leave this poor woman alone? <laughs> because they want to save her? Maybe she's... Well, okay. I'm not even going to try. She's not happy where she is. But if I was happy where I was... You'd better only be breaking into that to, like, bring me some vegan snacks. That is it. Okay. Like, the cheesecake. Have you ever had, uh, oh my god, I'm gonna make myself so hungry, but, um, Chicago Diner cheesecake? Ugh. No, but you've told me about Chicago Diner, like, a million times, and I promise when the world is, like, (laughs) not on fire, I will go there. If they are still there, which is tragic, but... I if should actually world... go online and see if they deliver. When they're they're in Chicago, cat. Yeah, but sometimes I mean, like um, Portillo's ships their shit across the country. That's different. We should probably just record this episode rather than talk about local food places. That's, that's local fair. to me and not even you at this point. Fair, fair, fair. Yes, that's upsetting. Uh, all right, I'm ready for this episode. Hello and welcome to Going Digital, colon, a Digimon Rewatch podcast, where I am Shin Garrett. And I am Kit Kat. And this week we watched episode 48 of Digimon Tamers. We are almost done with this show and that's weird to me. It is. It feels like it's. we've always been doing this and we will always be doing this. And so how is it even possible that we're almost done? Well, I don't know if you know this, but there's more than three seasons of Digimon. What? Yeah. Bonkers. Completely bonkers. All of it. I know. So, this week's episode was either called um, Shadow of the Beast King or The Power to Save Jerry. Uh, Bielsman's Fist. Okay. Yep. Makes sense. I understand. Yep. Those titles both relate to events that happen in this episode. I mean, would you like to hear about the episode or? Yeah, that, that'd be good. I. Okay. I'd be a fan. I'm sorry. I donated blood and I am futzing with the thing on my arm because it's irritating me. So I'm distracted. Oh, yeah. I can see that. First, I just want to make one comment. We don't need to talk about it. But Zero Arms Granny sounds like a One Punch Man villain. The the what? Zero Arms Granny. Uh, It sounds like a Gundam, to be honest. 
Why on earth would you have a Gundam with no arms? Well, no, no arms as in like. Okay, okay. So, so, so in Gundam, like a... there's a Gundam called. There's Wing Zero, so Zero's in the yeah. name. Right, right. So like, if you were to upgrade Wing Zero and give it like, well, you wouldn't give it a flight module because it can already fly. But if it couldn't fly and you were going to give it a flight module, you could call it the Zero Arms Granny because it's for the Zero Gundam. It's an armament, and it's named after a horse. That's important in life, naming things after horses. So, like, the the arms part is for, like, armament, not, like, arms. Well, it also doesn't have any arms, so I think it works out. Also true. It's a metal pool floaty. I, I still think it probably stands for armament, and it's extremely, like, mecha-ass named. Well, I mean, it's extremely mecha-ass looking also, so... Well, specifically, um, it, it definitely kind of skews towards real mecha than, like, um, the super robot, but that that's a different conversation we don't need to have. That is definitely not a conversation that I would understand anyway, so... Yeah, that's good. probably not. I, I could do it, I could, like, I could have that conversation if you wanted, but I'm going to assume the answer is no. Not today, thank you. All right, we'll, we'll we'll pin that for later. Maybe. Gotta have things to talk about for when we're trapped inside of like our nuclear winter shelters. What do they call them? Vaults. The vaults in. Uh... <sighs> did you make a Fallout reference? I did. Not a very good one. I mean, like I got it, so it it wasn't that bad. Right. Yes. Well, that's, yeah, I'm improving. That's good. All right. Tell me about this episode. That was supposed to be a one sentence thing and then be done. So I don't take responsibility for that. Um, okay. So, okay. So it starts off with the hacker collective being like, oh, fuck, this thing is getting bigger. We're going to have to relocate. Everyone is upset about this, understandably. Um, and Takato's like, no, Jerry's in there. Oh, no. Um, and then it switches to inside of there, and Kulu is, like, uncharacteristically angry because he thinks BZ is, like, sleeping. Um, and he's like, wake, wake up. Um, and then the hackers are running tests on Granny, and Shibumi, like, pats it and says, good job. Um, and then Giamon offers him some bread of himself, and Shibumi's like, um, is that your energy source? And they're just sort of like chatting and then Granny's eyes move and the hacker gals like freak out about something that they discovered. So then they gather everyone around them and they show them the, the like data that's left in Granny's memory from the digital world, um, which turns out to be uh, apocalyptic scenes of the D-Reaper destroying the digital world. Nobody liked this. Um, the kids are very upset. They say that 47% of the digital world has been deleted already. And then Flippy interjects and is like, not just the digital world. And that they uh, somehow intercepted images from military satellites showing that the D-Reaper is actually all over the world now eating communication equipment. Um, and then people are upset about that and like, oh no, you know, what are we going to do or whatever. And Flippy's like... I learned never to give up from your kids, and we won't let these kids fight alone, which is a good sentiment, I guess. Um, and then BZ wakes up inside of the sphere, um, finally, as it, like, starts to pulsate, and then it triples in size, 
and sort of like grows a crown of thorns looking situation around it. And then it turns into like a sort of satellite ring daily um, and then changes colors to look like a soap bubble, basically like a rainbow colored soap bubble. Um, but there's the so then there's the um, uh, the chewy center of the kernel sphere thingy is still there. That's where Jerry is. And then there's all this space and then the shield thing with the circly doodad around it. And the hackers are like, it's begun to defend the kernel sphere. Um, and Rika's like, what's that? And notices that Beezy's like stuck on the inside of the bubble thing. Um, and then the kids like all like start nodding at each other and smiling, which is not weird at all. Um, and then they're like, we're going. And the parents are like upset, but kind of understand. Uh, and Terrier tells Lotmon to watch over Susie. Then um, agents... Reaper agents meet them right outside the building, um, and Susie tells Lopman that he's supposed to watch over the parents and everybody in the building, um, and the hackers have upgraded Granny, which they then turn loose very dramatically, um, and um, so the kids are outside fighting the agents, and Henry tells Takato to just leave the agents to the others and go get Jerry, so good timing because Granny's like flying by. He like hops onto Granny and they surf off to the Colonel while um, BZ is getting crushed into the wall by these like tentacle looking deals. Um, but his determination to save that girl helps him break free from it. Um, and then Jerry, well, he's starting to break free from it. And then Jerry says his name and he disappears and is basically like ejected from the bubble. Let's put a pin in that. And then um, Duke and BZ then meet each other in the air and join forces to try and rescue Jerry. And they blast at the bubble, but it doesn't do anything except, shockingly, get the attention of more agents. Duh, kids, what did you think was going to happen? Meanwhile, the signal from the D-Reaper starts being transmitted to the hackers. Um, it is not, it's like showing them what the, the, agents are seeing, I guess, because um, it shows them Duke, Mon, and BZ, but then it goes inside, kind of. I don't know how you'd explain that. And it shows them Takato inside of Duke, Mon. His mom understandably freaks out. Um, and then this is on every TV everywhere in at least the nearby vicinity, including at his temporary school, uh, which means that now his classmates have all seen him naked awkward. Uh, and his teacher in the class run outside and like yell his name at the sky, which I'm sure was helpful. Um, and then it also shows the other kids in the same situation. So now everybody knows what they look like nude. Um, Flippy is horrified to find out that the kids are fighting with the Digimon, like as one. Um, not sure how that didn't come up earlier, but that's okay. And Susie's hiding under a table and crying. Uh, Lopmon I guess decides he has to do something. So instead of staying and taking care of everyone like he was told, he breaks a window, which does not seem like it would help with their safety. And then says, Susie, you're my tamer. And like leaps out of the building and she smiles and he evolves. And then he goes off to help them. And Flippy's like, find a satellite that hasn't been taken over. Yeah. Um, and so well, then evolved in Tiramon, saves friend A and B and... I don't know where they're going with that, but that was, I think that's the last time they're in the episode. Um, meanwhile, the Kerner's like, Colonel is like shooting lasers everywhere and hits BZ. Um, 
and the satellite, I don't really know what to call them, but like wings kind of start coming. Two of them come off of it and then break into pieces. So they're like little, I don't know, sheets of glass kind of maybe. And they slash at Duke. Um, Kulaman is watching this from inside and freaking the fuck out. Jerry is still unmoved. Um because she seems to have this, like, darkness in her eyes or over her eyes. Um, and then the there's, like, a gold sphere on the crown of thorns situation around the outside of this, and that it flips over, and there's an eyeball that looks at Beezy, and it starts going through Jerry's memories looking for him and says that's what it's doing out loud in Jerry's voice, and Beezy's like, you're using Jerry's voice. And then it keeps just repeating... Beelzebubmon evolved from Impmon, loaded Leomon, and um, they show Jerry's dad like banging on the glass of the hacker building all upset. Um, and Beezy's like, how dare you use her voice? So I'm assuming that the dad can hear the voice was what that implication was, and he's upset, which is fair. Um, which just tells you how close this is happening or how fucking loud it is, one or the other. Um so Beezy's like, how dare you use her voice? What do you know? And then he's like, it's too late to ask for forgiveness, but either way I'll save Jerry. And then he like draws a star in the sky, which seems super helpful, and blasts at the eyeball over and over again, which doesn't do anything to the D-Reaper. And it shoots back at him and destroys his gun that his tamer gave him, um, and which he finds very upsetting, understandably. And then Duke is meanwhile being chased around by the little slicey things. And uh, Flippy and the team hack, I guess, hack into a satellite that hasn't been infiltrated by the D-Reaper to communicate to him. And Flippy tells him to fire the Yugoth blasters that are on Granny, which feels like a thing that they probably should have told them that they were doing in the first place, because what if they hadn't been able to communicate to him? Anyway, sorry, I will pin this and come back to it. Um... So this Yugos blaster thing actually does work, and it destroys the shield. Um, the D-Reaper doesn't try to do anything about this, which is interesting. Um, BZ flies to the rescue of Jerry, um, and Takato's like, Jerry, he's trying to rescue you. And Jerry hears him, but she still has this, like, darkness over her eyes. And BZ's, like, beaten at the shield thing, the bubble, but it's not working. Um, and Jerry keeps repeating, or repeats what Takato said to her, that um, Beelzebub Mon is trying to rescue her, and the darkness lifts from her eyes, and she gets up, and she stumbles toward um, Beezy, saying, like, help me, and then he lifts his hand up and asks for power, and she, like, sees Leomon in his stance. He uses the Beast King fist, and it blasts open a hole but Jerry's just like crying and can't move and she's like shaking and um BZ can't get all the way inside to grab her and Kulaman's like trying to push her and get her to move um but it's not really working and the hole is closing up and BZ's like just come here what's wrong you know let's let's go but she doesn't move and she just cries and says Leomon's name and Takato also cries her name and she cries his name as the hole closes up, and then she's trapped inside again. Um, and BZ and Duke are, like, beating fruitlessly on the reclosed shield thing, and they start getting attacked again. And the slicey bits hit BZ in his lower back, which sounds incredibly painful. And then he falls and starts sort of doing the, like, digital disappearing thing um, and says, I can't. 
let it end here, and then that's the end of the episode. Yeah, that, that's a solid summary of that. That checks out. That's probably like an A. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I feel like this is just like the most mediocre episode. And like, I, I also feel like it's all filler. So like, we didn't even like super need it. No, well, I mean, it depends on what happens next episode. But yeah, it doesn't that's also seem like... True. We really needed any of this. I mean, like I, I watched it. It went by super quick, and I'm just like, "But what happened?" Well, and it's also like they put out this new thing, which is that the shield comes up and whatever. But within the same episode, they beat it. Right. So it wasn't like building anything about the plot. Really, we didn't learn anything in particular. Yeah, I mean. I don't even think, like, the jury stuff good. Like, I thought we were going to get, like, more inside her head and, like, figure out, you know, what her, like, side of this whole situation is. But that doesn't happen. She kind of just snaps out of it somewhat or snaps out of, like, the controlled by D-Reaper eyes. But then still won't go to uh, Beals because, you know, he killed Leoman. Um, I mean, Bill's arc is still, like, pretty solid. You know, he's like, yeah. I did this I, I did this awful thing, can't be forgiven for it, but, like, I'm gonna do this thing I believe in to, to repent to myself, or however you want to phrase that. Right, basically. Like, and then he's, like, gonna die this episode. So this, I mean... This episode really is, if if he actually dies next episode, maybe would have meant something, I guess. But Maybe, but, like, I feel like that's not even, that's not even like, the full part of this episode. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of just, like, the tacked on bit. Yeah, they're, like, a bunch of filler shit, and then, ooh, he's gonna die. Yeah, in it. theory. I'm irritated about the, like, let's wait to tell you about the thing that we're doing until after there's like a lot of lack of communication in this episode that well, needs I think to they be addressed ran off beforehand well they could have been like wait a 10 seconds and let me tell you a plan or like we'll work on a plan or like whatever and i guess granny can't talk correct right but like can Gumon communicate with him because i thought they sort of communicated before so far, we've only seen Granny communicate by vibrating aggressively. Or, like, or like shoving cables and things. Right, yeah. That's, uh, that's not a good way to communicate. I mean, they didn't give it a... They didn't program it a voice box. Yeah, what the fuck? They should have done that. That might well, have been more helpful, actually. Voices are hard. Yeah. I just don't super have anything to say about this episode. The Beast King fist was Leomund. the fist of the Beast King. Yeah, whatever was Leamon's attack. Yes. Yes, and so he obviously swallowed that for when he yep consumed his brethren. It's interesting that Kulaman's head no longer lights up when the kids are digivolving. Well, yeah, um, because um they took that out the 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 giant dragon did that oh yeah i guess so i don't quite understand what kulamon is now is kulamon actually a digital mon he's a real boy now yeah he's he's a real digital monster now he's real boy kulamon 
Yeah. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Hit that like and subscribe. Smash, smash that like and subscribe. <laughs> oh my god. I, 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 I know things. <laughs> I, I don't like that. <laughs> I'm sorry for making you unhappy. What was the other thing I set up to put a pin in? Because I lost my... Uh, was it something about Jerry's dad and hearing that about it being really loud or... Oh, eh, I don't think that was really that important, honestly. I was just like, what What does this mean? Um, well, I think it was just like projecting like super loud everywhere. Ah, uh, okay. And it was like, Beelzeman, evolved from Ipman, killed Leoman. Yep. Murdered, straight murdered him. Also don't understand why his class decided to run outside and yell. So they can give him his power. Or their power. Is that how it works? Yeah, that's how friendship works, Kat. I don't know. I don't have any friends. (laughs) (laughs) This is apparently how I tell you we're not friends anymore. Yep. JK, JK. That's exactly how you did that. You are still my friend. I just don't know how friendship I'm, works. I'm pretty hurt right now, to be it's, honest. It's How long have we been friends? Do you want to think about it? Uh, Over like, a decade. Yeah, I think... A, a I decade was, and some change. I was 20 when I met you, and I'm 34, if you want to do that math. Maybe I was 21 when I met you. Yeah, that, that's, that's either 14 or 13 years. That's not yeah, that yeah. difficult math. I, I mean, I realize that, but I'm just saying. Um, I did it. Wow, Garrett. So proud. Good job. You should be. Yeah. Like, legitimately about other things. Not particularly about this. But... <laughs> not particularly about me doing math? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, this sort of was an episode. Like, my it... notes aren't even, like, that long. There was just, like, not even a lot to write down. No. Uh, friend A and friend B are out there trying to do stuff. That's neat. And Lotmon saves them. Yeah. Lotmon plus the super strong card that Rio gave Susie. Which is called the Queen something or other. Queen. Um, Catch. Queen. Yeah. Card. Queen. Something. Yeah. Queen armor or something. Yeah. yeah something like that. So, so is Lotmon a queen? Well, either Lotmon or Susie, I guess. Oh, that's Susie true. would make an amazing Queen of Hearts, honestly. But, like, from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I could see that. That's fair. Impmon's partner's toy gun got destroyed. That was yeah, sad. It was very tragic. I got nothing. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. I mean, it was, it is what it is. It was an episode. Like, there's nothing, like, offensive about it. No. It just was. It was an episode. It, it didn't exactly drive the plot forward. It wasn't exactly. I mean, I don't know if it was a little fillery, but it wasn't, like, as fillery as some of these episodes have been. Yeah. Um, I mean, there it was a plot. Like, it just wasn't exciting I, or interesting. I suppose forward progress was made. I don't know. I just like just it should 
should just did more jury stuff. That would have been good. Now she's just like kind of broken out of it, but not really. And also has like reservations to like with like Impmon, but like duh, Impmon killed her partner. Yes. Yeah, it it's interesting, I guess, if you think of it in terms of like she's not ready to forgive him yet. Right. But also she's... he's doing kind of a shit apology, but that's fine. I mean, was that really the time for the apology? It's always the time for an apology, Garrett. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Except for right now. You no, know, you can't go. You can't now. go back. <laughs> you said your word, and then you can't just change it afterwards. It's weird that this is like episode forty-eight of fifty-two, and it's this. Like, it feels like it's, if I can count on my fingers, that's like within four episodes of the final, and this was not incredibly dramatic. It's actually dramatic. 51. Oh my god, so there's even fewer of them. Yeah. And this is what it was? Like, what? what's going to be the exciting end of the season? Like, shouldn't the exciting end of the season be this episode, and then it completes next episode, and then there's like a yay, letting everything finish episode? How are they going to cram this in? Who's getting married? Who's getting married? Ooh. Didn't you say gay wedding? I sure didn't, but I'm are, very Are you sure? That's wedding. what I heard. No, no. I said, uh, what did I say? Fletch, what did I say? What Cat actually said was, yay wedding. However, I can see how he misheard it. I did have to go back and listen a few times. Watch it actually be what I said. Oh, that would be wild. Uh, no, I was saying, like, everything gets resolved. Well, yeah, so next episode's gonna, like, rise up to the climax. The penultimate episode's gonna climax and start our falling a- action. And then the last episode's gonna be, like, our epilogue. Oh, I know whose gay wedding it's going to be. It's going to be uh, Rika's mom and uh, Jerry's stepmom. That's a wild pairing to just throw together right now. That's, I don't know. I, I, I ship it. Okay. Rika's mom's been burned by men, and so has Jerry's stepmom. And, you know, their girls have been, like, traumatized, and they're brought together in the Packer building, and they have to depend on each other. And then they end up falling hey, in love. Hey, Fletch, when you get to this, can you just, like, real quick, just, like, see if there's a fanfic of that? <laughs> I'm just super curious. I have incredibly bad news. The only combination tag for Rumiko Nonaka on AO3 is Rumiko Nonaka and Matsudo Takato. So, yeah. There is actually no tag for Shizue, Jerry, uh, Jerry's stepmother. And then email it to me. I need that. <laughs> In my life. Sure, that's fine. Yeah. Because none um, of the kids are old enough to get married, so it can't be any of them if I said there yeah. was a gay wedding. That's... Nope. That's all I got. Kulaban's going to be the um, ring bearer flower girl kind of situation at the wedding. Just Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Now this is all I'm going to be thinking about <laughs> for the that's... rest of the day. 
That's fine. That, that'll brighten up your day. Um. Yeah. No. That's that's fine. It was inoffensive. Um. Blotman's pretty neat. Um, again, oh, well, kind except of- his dumbass fly. Actually, this is the thing I was going to pin, I think, is that his dumbass, like, is supposed to stay there and protect everybody, and instead he flies off. So now they have a broken window and no Digimon to defend them. Whatever. They put a cannon into Granny. I'm sure they have, like, another cannon. I guess the cannon did work, actually. Of all the things that they have tried, the cannon is the only thing that worked. So they're probably safer than anyone else right now, actually. Yeah. Would you like to hear? Well, it's it's a it's I guess it's a poem. It's like most of a song. Okay. Um. Let me but just skip scroll one. through my notes one more oh, time to make yeah. sure I don't have anything. Um. Nope. It was okay. I wish we kind of just got like a jury perspective episode to kind of just like give us that perspective i think that would have been really good to like see the events from like her side of it i think that would have helped like flesh that out and made this episode better yeah i would have really loved a couple of times they they sort of have kulu like narrating what's happening and if they had just done those scenes like with a sort of facing out with like his little body parts sort of in the peripheral vision and the top part of it like grayed out that would have been amazing because you would just there'd be like everything sounds like dull and the colors are dull like that could have been really amazing and i don't know why they didn't do that yeah i think i think that would have been a good focus for this need to work on their narrative building but i mean i don't know maybe they're also just just trying to like set the pieces where they need them to complete the story i guess they're like we don't have enough episodes left to get into this yeah, I so hope like, that no one who is involved in the production of this actually listens to this podcast because we we get kind of nasty. I, I mean, it's a different time. I mean, like, I don't hate it. It's fine. It's like, it's very three out of five. <laughs> it's very three out of five. It's interesting. I like that. Anyway, hit me with some hit. Give me with those sick beats. I wish I could beatbox because I would do it right now, but I can't. Um, Okay, so I have the first two verses of the song and then the outro because I don't have enough time to do the whole thing, so I apologize. Okay. Do I I have to guess what song it is? Actually, if you don't guess what song it is, I'm going to be very upset with myself, but no pressure. Also, there's a lot of smoke where I live, and I have asthma, so my singing voice is not the best. Actually, I should make you sing this. That would be amazing, but it's okay. All right, here we go. Okay. Somewhere inside the bubble way up high, there's a girl in a green dress with darkness in her eye. Somewhere inside the bubble where Kulu might die. Jerry's trapped with her memories while Beezy tries a rescue. <laughs> and da 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 the rest of the song. And then, um, if, Le- if a Leomon punch got in the bubble, why, oh why, must Beezy die? Well, that last part's terrible, but... Oh, okay, I got it, I got it. It's, um, um, a ding-dong, the witch is dead. Uh, 
No. Correct um, movie. Wrong. The, the Lollipop Guild. <laughs> yes, Garrett, that's exactly what it is. If I only had a brain. If you only had a brain, you would know what song this is. Um, if I only had a heart? <laughs> that's not even a song. Actually, neither of those. Bullshit, Wait, it is. Track? I'm looking at the soundtrack list right now. Uh, okay, keep going. You're getting warmer. No, I, it's the first one. It's over. I know it's over the rainbow. I was doing a bit. <laughs> I was going along with it. I was yeah. yes-anding you, Garrett. I guess. Yeah, yeah, bullshit, though. If I only had heart is on the soundtrack. Okay, 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 okay. Along with if I only had the nerve and we're off to see the wizard. Hmm. And um, if I were king of the forest I guess and the jitterbug sing the song at different times i think of them as one song but i guess it is separate yeah i have not seen that movie possibly since childhood i really can't think of it i think same i bought a beanie baby today for someone else not myself but it's the first time i bought a beanie baby since like 1998 so those are still around a lot of old stuff coming up. Yeah, now they're like you wouldn't you've probably passed them and didn't realize that they're beanie babies cuz they're different looking now. They're not like the weird kind of beanie baby shape. Now they're like little stuffed animals that just also I guess maybe they're not beanie babies technically. They're by the same company. Someone okay. Who's actually, an expert on this should let us know if those are actually Beanie Babies. But I brought I bought the Black Panther one for a friend. Okay. It had very sparkly eyes. I don't know why I brought this up. Oh, because it's just like all all that's old is new again. I guess. Uh, there are also Beanie Baby face masks. In case you wanted to know. Wait a second. Do you mean that people are like emptying out Beanie Babies and attaching them to their faces? Or are there no, babies with No, I mean that masks? the company is making... Ma- oh, oh, I don't like this. When I went to d- Donate Blood today, one of the techs had a custom printed mask that was a picture of their small fluffy dog in a sweater, which was amazing. That's good. I don't like that there's a back-to-school mask bundle. <sighs> All right, um, this is a podcast on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com where there are links to things such as Twitter and you can email us and all of the like. And we're just going to move on because I've I've killed the mood of this podcast at this point. It's okay. Um, We'll just think about that wedding that's going to happen at the end of the show. Yes, I am shipping so hard. Yeah, and um, the Digivolution... um, is not trapped in a bubble. That's good. Yeah, that's a good one. That's solid. And uh, good time. And goodbye. And stop. Oops, I didn't hit stop, though. Okay.